Hello and welcome to The Lydia Project, Conversations with Christian Women. My name is Tori Walker and this is episode 19. It's a bit of a different episode this time because instead of interviewing just one person, I'm interviewing three. And the reason I'm interviewing three is because three of my good friends came to visit Brisbane to celebrate the fact that the four of us plus another friend of ours, Katie, who is in London and couldn't make it, the five of us have actually been praying together for 20 years. And so we decided that was something definitely worth celebrating. As we were celebrating and our celebration largely involved sitting around and doing lots and lots of talking and laughing. And yes, thankfully we did some praying too. Yeah, as we did get together, like it really was a chance to look back over the 20 years and just, I guess, give thanks to God for how long we have been praying together and seeing God answer prayers and being encouraged by one another. So our conversation uh, on this car trip is a little uh, perhaps self-indulgent because we're doing quite a bit of reminiscing, but hopefully you'll enjoy it. I've just left it largely unedited, so there's quite a few giggles and murmurs of affirmation. And yes, there's a little bit of background noise, but look, just jump in the car with us and come on the journey. The people who are in the car with me on this day are Vic Colgan, who lives in South of Sydney, Belinda Whitfield, who's just moved back to Sydney from the Blue Mountains. She's actually been interviewed on an earlier episode about one-to-one ministry, and Bryony Nurkham, who lives um, on the mid-New South Wales north coast. Not quite sure how you describe it, but anyway, that's who was in the car. I hope you enjoy listening in on our conversation. Belle, I'm going to ask you about how our little prayer group started. Yes, yeah, so 20 years ago, Tori knew a few young women, including herself, who were thinking about the possibility of ministry in the future. We'd all been part of Club 5 at the time, which was kind of a ministry training conference or ministry thinking about conference. And um, Tori decided to get um, five of us together, including her, um, so that we could keep thinking about these things together and pray for each other in this context particularly, but also in general in life, and just encourage each other in that way. And so when we first met, we had dinner together one summer's evening in January, and some of us hadn't met before, so we didn't know each other. But everybody knew somebody. But everybody knew at least two two or three. Yeah, two or three people. people. So um, that was pretty good. And we just started sharing our lives together and praying for each other regularly and meeting. We think about once every two months initially. (laughs) Yeah, we'd have dinner, we'd share our prayer points and pray for each other each time we met. Yeah, thank you, Belle. And Mm. I think also we did for a little brief patch we give did. little talks mm. because so I remember giving give a talk feedback. and yes. we went through one oh. Peter and we yeah. each did a part of just a little ten minute talk yes. wasn't wasn't yep. a big deal we did yep I've and forgotten we, about that um, I think well. we also at one point ambitiously and valiantly decided we'd also pray for someone other than ourselves like a missionary but that kind of dropped off <laughs> <laughs> anyway we're not perfect that's what we've been talking a lot about this weekend <laughs> this little holiday weekend so Vic what kind of um, prayer points did we share because we were a bit organized we were and I I think I've been very thankful for Tori's uh, desire to help us think about different aspects of our lives and to help us to have prayer points under certain headings that covered our life and godliness so we always uh, prayed for each other in regards to our quiet times how we spent time reading God's Word and praying that's been an ongoing prayer point for all of us that in different seasons of life, we've had ups and downs in our 
desire and discipline in reading God's mm-hmm. word. And so it's been an encouragement to have other women continue to be asking me about that. And some of the other headings were our godliness. I've also found that very helpful because I was just reading this morning in James how we should confess our sins to each other. Mm-hmm. And so when you're praying for your own godliness, you have to confess the areas of godliness that you struggle in. But at the same time, it's been wonderful to see how God has transformed us in our godliness and made us more like Jesus over the last 20 years. Some of the other areas of prayer has been for particularly evangelism and ministry. Um, and that was part of this, the start of the group was to encourage us in those things. And I've also found that incredibly encouraging to continue to have evangelism on the agenda, always thinking about how am I sharing Jesus with other people? and to think about how I'm serving God in different contexts, wherever I might be. It's really helpful, isn't it? If the period's gone by since your last prayer points and you get to the next prayer points and you just go, actually, you know what? I haven't really tried to share the gospel with anyone. You know, I need to get back on this bandwagon and because of the accountability, you kind of, you know, just keeps it on the agenda. It kept us accountable. Yeah. And it makes you a bit intentional in thinking about what matters. You know, you've got to sit down and think about your godliness Mm, or think about who you should really be um, trying to get alongside. Well, I love that one because I'm not very reflective. So at least every two or three months I'd have to reflect (laughs) on my lack of godliness. Yeah, I found that helpful too, Tori, because I'm not naturally a reflective person, but it did make me reflect on how I had been going. Mm. And then we shared personal, like our family, for our family, and many of us have family who don't follow Jesus and so praying for them over 20 years has yeah. been mm. and um, and big things that was that was sort of the other topic like that's if there was right. anything kind of big going on which mm. of course with a group of five women there's always somebody who's going through Something some really big, big stuff so mm. yeah just being able to share about that and when um, we first started meeting none of us were married married mm-hmm. um, or had children or anything so life has changed a lot mm. um, for all of us over mm. those years and so it's been good to have the consistency of praying for each other through all of that. Mm. Mm. Now, having those regular prayer points for 20 years, it's a long time. It has been really helpful, but it's also been hard at times. I don't know if you want to say anything about that, Bri. No, no, I no. Well, I was just saying earlier, I sometimes I feel like the black sheep because I'm the one who's every single prayer point saying, I need help with my quiet times. And sometimes that's been hard. And you couldn't ignore it because it was one of the one of the headings that we had. And I'd always be the one putting my prayer points in late because I was thinking, oh, I've got to tell them again. But it was also a helpful line in the sand each couple of months going, okay, Lord, get me back on this bandwagon again. And knowing that people were praying. <laughs> yeah, and caring about me, not just going, not just giving up on me and going, yeah. Rolling the eyes. Yeah. So that was mm. nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, we all started in Sydney, but a lot of us, Vic's the only one that stayed in Sydney. Woo! Go, Vic. <laughs> um, so there was a time when Katie went overseas and Bryony went overseas, came back, went over again, and I moved up to Far North Queensland. And there yep. was a point where we kind of went, well, what are we going to do? Are we going to sort of say it was good, let's call it quits, or are we going to keep going? And we did decide to keep going, but how do we keep it going? Belle, you can answer this one. Mm. Um, so even though um, we weren't in the same... Yeah, for the mm. last 10 years or more, really, mm. there's been at least one of us missing from Sydney, mm. um, if not if not three or four. four. <laughs> <laughs> so the way we've kept it going is just by trying to regularly, maybe every two months, but now it's about once a term, mm. email prayer points around to each other. 
we try to see each other if we happen to be in the right places to see each other at the right times and we try and catch up on the phone or on Skype occasionally but really it's just the emailing around of the prayer points you know on a fairly regular basis that keeps us in touch Mm -hmm. um, which is great Mm -hmm. yeah it is Bryony why don't you tell us about our name and how our name came about well we're called Club Mango and I don't tell I remember we all love mangoes. Were we sitting in front of a bowl of mangoes? I think at the we time? must have been. We were having mango for dessert. Okay, mango yeah. for but the dessert. Name, I think the name came about because of Club Five. Well, partly because of Club Five, but also mm. it just was much easier than saying have dinner and like writing in our diary every two or three months, have dinner and pray with Katie Bell's big brother. So we just wanted to have a little summary. Yeah, we needed a name. So Club Mango it was. Yeah. Yes. Often abbreviated to club or the club. The club. Yeah. <laughs> the club. That's and right. When we did start to get married, wasn't there also oh, yeah. the spouses? Yeah. What did they come up with? There was a little bit of club pawpaw going on. <laughs> because we had we had dinner and met in houses because then we could share and laugh and cry and pray and whatnot. But it did mean that husbands sort evacuated. Of to kind of be absent. And so for a while, uh, Vic's husband went to Bell's husband's house or vice versa. Yeah. I don't know. Did right. Dave probably went once or twice? Yeah. And yeah. so they sort of had club pawpaw, which I think involved sort of sport and yeah, eating food, food yeah. rather than <laughs> praying. Yeah. But anyway, they're very yeah. efficient and probably. And sometimes they had small children with them also. Oh, true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> to join in club pawpaw. Yeah. yeah. So Vic, as you look back over the last twenty years of Club Mango, like what have been some of the th- the highlights for you? Wow, it's so encouraging to realise that we have been praying for each other for 20 years mm. and keeping each other accountable. And also, you know what, One, of, I think the biggest highlight is that we're all still following Jesus mm. and trusting God with our lives and knowing that he's in control. I think that is an incredible highlight. Yeah. I think also that each one of us has a real desire to see other people come to know Jesus that is continued because we kind of started at that point and we we all had a heart for the gospel and wanted other people to know what Jesus had done for them and we all still have that heart Mm. and God but God has used us in so many different ways to see that work out in our lives and um and to see his faithfulness in that is um yeah, an incredible highlight. Mm. And I think Katie said something about that this morning about how God continues to hold on to his people. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I think it's seeing his faithfulness to us in the last 20 years that is a real highlight. This is awesome, but I've just got to see if we're still recording because sometimes the phone turns off. I just realised <laughs> you've got to set a screen to kind of not go off. Wouldn't that be so disappointing? It <laughs> would be so disappointing because we've done some good. We've said some good stuff, done. We're still recording. Awesome. <laughs> I think. I think part of that too, I think really we should spend some time going scrolling back through all our prayer points yeah. over the years because I think yeah. we would be amazed. To, I mean, you know, I can immediately think of lots of answers to prayer. God has been faithful and yeah. there are many, many prayer points that have been beautifully answered. Yeah. But there's lots that's still unfolding. And I think one yeah. of the hard things being a Christian is the long-term prayers. Yeah. Mm. For those who don't know the Lord, the people we love, all yeah. those things. Yeah. And that can be really hard. And so to do that as a group is really helpful. Yeah. And to know you've got others um, in our little group praying for the people we love. And it's that commitment together to pray for them. Because, mm. yeah, I think that's a hard thing. Yeah. And so yeah. we encourage each other by yeah. doing that yeah. long term yeah. together. Mm. Yeah. 
and I think we do love each other's families now. Like we, yeah. yes. so, like I just know yes. that you know we pray for especially Belle with you, you know your evangelism people you meet up with, and it's, then it's so exciting when we yes. hear yes. that yeah, yeah. you know one of your friends has become a Christian, yeah. or you know yeah. a family members come to church or is listening yeah. to a sermon or whatever. Yeah. It, it is lovely to hear those answers to prayer and for each other's husbands and children. Like yeah. we don't see each other's husbands or children very often or speak to them ourselves so we don't know the kids you know personally but yeah. we pray for them yeah and um yeah that's really it's really great to know that other people are praying for our children not just yeah. us yeah mm. yeah exactly yeah 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 so any other highlights for you bill or have you feel yeah i think the consistent i think i mean i feel a bit like briny sometimes so i feel like there was a period where i was always the last person <laughs> So, you're not the only one, right? Um, to do the prayer points, and it is that accountability. Just, oh, here we go. You know, I've got to fess up to the fact that I haven't been reading my Bible, or that my prayer life still sucks, um, yeah. or that you know, that godliness issue. Yeah, is still, still there. Still there. Still, yeah, but I, think right. yeah. I think that's just the Christian life, and yeah. the more you go on, you realise that actually the sins you struggled with in your twenties, you continue to struggle with in your forties. But God is faithful, and He's doing His work, and we'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> And I think just having friends who know, yeah, like Katie was saying this morning, apparently the sort of the um, the long-term friends who know your history. Mm. And so when you do tell them what's happening now, they know the context of it all the way mm. back. So that's really good. Mm. Well, if I can ask myself a question. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> what's been a highlight for you, Tori? I reckon this, I'm calling it weekend, even though it's midweek, but I yes. reckon this weekend's been a highlight. It's been yeah. so good just to spend time with you guys, lots and lots of time. I think, I don't think I'm exaggerating if I say we've probably done about 20 hours of chatting <laughs> yeah. in the last 36 hours. Is that, I honestly yes. don't think that's exaggerating. We've no, just talked and talked and talked and talked and slept and then talked and talked and talked. That's right. And it's just been so good and so encouraging and, you know, being able to share with each other deeply and then to be able to pray with that understanding of the context. Mm. Like you mm. can pray, oh, such and such as parent is having a hard time, can you pray for them? But then when you understand the mm. picture, you'll perhaps be more motivated to pray or pray with just a little bit more. Yeah. More. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I've, and I've I think in a life where you move around and you don't have close friends nearby necessarily, you don't get to spend hours with close friends very often mm. at no. all. It is an extraordinary privilege to be able to do yeah. it. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, it's really nice. Mm. <laughs> Shout out to all our spouses who are looking after yes, all right. our children. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have this gorgeous right. time. Yes. And Camp Millamar. And parents and Millamar. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, it takes a village to make a girls' weekend away. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, dear. Now, Vic, when we started Club Mango 20 years ago, um, and we were praying earnestly that, you know, God might use us all in ministry, if that was his will, like we weren't all sort of, we all want to be in full-time ministry, but we were all wanting to be open to the possibility, I think. Mm. Can you cast your mind back? What did you have in mind that that might've looked like 20 years on? I don't know that I had necessarily thought, what's that going to look like in 20 years time in some ways, but I do think, I think we were all at a place where there was definite potential for each one of us to end up in some kind of full-time ministry. So I think that's what that looked like I think for for me I probably thought that would be overseas somewhere and I thought I would be the one that would not yeah, still not be, be in, in Sydney. Sydney and mm. so it's interesting how God's plans for your life aren't always what you thought they might be <laughs> but at the same time can still see how he uses you 
where you are. And we are in full-time ministry, but yeah, not necessarily in the way that we thought we might be. I think, oh, I was going to say, Tori, I think it's very encouraging for me to see how those of us whose husbands are not employed in full-time ministry are still working hard in their churches and serving wholeheartedly in their families. Like, it's fantastic. So who cares, you know, what you're paid to do? Mm. All of the Cog Mango people are serving wholeheartedly in their churches and Mm. trying to teach their kids about Jesus, and Mm. it's fabulous. Yeah, I think I asked that question because I've been reflecting a bit on those kind of things myself that even that phrase full-time ministry yeah, it's, it's such a mm. mid-twenties kind of phrase like <laughs> now it, it's not whether you're full-time or not no yeah. it, it's just and there's so many different waves of life where you know different times Brian you know you were working for your church pastoring women and then you know you're working as a librarian and then you're a full-time mum and then yeah. you're in they you know admin assisting and all sorts of different things but it's it's different waves of life but as you say Belle Sorry, just mm. going through a roundabout because yes. I am driving because this interview is taking place. Um, yeah. Hold on, I've really got to concentrate. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's Thank people you. are serving in their places. And I think as well that's really that's really helpful for women, younger women, to realise that that's what's going to happen for most women. Mm. Um, yes. And it, it changes yep. all the time. Yep. So every year is a new opportunity to start afresh in some ways yep. um, with what you're doing and how you're using your time through the different seasons of life Um, yeah and so it's you know you might have this picture in your head of what it's going to be like but who knows whether it'll be like that or not but there are still opportunities to serve in every context it hasn't changed the nature of our prayer points very much when you think about the different contexts we've all been in and as Mm. you said that's come and gone for each of us in different ways but there's still when you think you know godliness and quiet times and family and evangelism it's you know They've all been consistent. Mm. And we've all still been at church, whether that's been our job or our our church, our church family and things like that. All right. Well, that's enough of my questions. Have you guys got any? (laughs) What do I ask? Traffic light's green. Traffic light's green. (laughs) Let's go to the beach. I'm nearly there. One one thing I have been reflecting on and realising that it's taken me, you know, to my mid-40s to realise as a 20 something year old Christian I think I always thought I'm gonna one day I'm gonna arrive and I'm gonna be this Christian I'm gonna be this person that has everything all together but it's taken me till now to realize no we're sinful human beings and we're actually never going to arrive until Jesus returns or until we die like our sanctification is an ongoing process and it's not until Jesus returns that we will have arrived and that's what we're waiting for that's what we're moving towards and it's actually really liberating because I think in your 20s I was probably felt a lot of pressure to be and do and yeah have it all together but now I don't feel that pressure not because I've got it all together but because I know that I you know living by grace not by law and it's what Jesus has done, not what we do that saves us. And that's really refreshing mm. and liberating. Mm. Mm. It is. And aren't you glad, though, that you're walking that journey, not alone? Because we're still striving. We're wanting oh, yeah. to grow and yeah, change. Yeah, and yeah. it's a battle. And it gets really ugly sometimes. And it's so good to know, to have a group around you who are walking that same walk and, mm. yeah. you know, carrying each other along when we need yeah. it. It's good. Mm. Definitely. So if people are listening to this and they're thinking, oh, 
I kind of want that. Mm. Oh, there's a buzzing now from the jolly sup board that's on the roof. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so if people are listening and thinking, oh, that sounds good, I want that. Um, Belle, what would you, how would you encourage them? Yeah, so I think just try and gather a group of three or four other women around you and like it might be a little bit awkward when you first ask them because I mean I don't know how Tori felt when she was asking us but as I said some of us didn't know each other yet some of us knew some of us but I think oh I knew you'd all get on yeah <laughs> no yeah, I yeah. <laughs> um, you know there might have been a little bit of awkwardness in those first few meetings where we were just sort of getting to know each other a bit more and all of that but I think if you can gather some women around you who are willing to be open about their lives and establish a group that is confidential and you know they can feel safe in then you can start sharing with each other in these ways you know anytime really mm. I think we wouldn't be still going today if we hadn't had that period of time where we actually met in the flesh yes I was months. just yes. gonna say that I you think need that's to do really that important to start with, I think yeah. especially if you don't know each other yeah but yeah I think you know it's a bit like when you ask someone to read the Bible one-to-one you're never really sure what they're gonna say and if it's gonna be a bit awkward but just do it and you never know what God will bring out of it and how he will encourage you along the way um yeah and it it doesn't matter if you're older or younger you can start any time I think yeah yeah. um yeah 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 and maybe like one-to-one you can just say hey let's do this for a year yes and see how it goes if it's yeah you don't want to feel like oh gosh I'm taking something on for 20 years that's (laughs) a bit overwhelming and that well I don't know but um but it's five or ten years. But I tell you what, it's not stopping now. No. <laughs> I'm going to be on the phone to you when I'm 90. Yeah. Come on, girls. <laughs> How are your prayer times? <laughs> All right, well, that's a good note to leave it on. Well, thank you girls so much for coming up to Brisbane and for talking on the Lydia Project podcast. And that's it. That's the end. I can't press stop because I'm driving. <laughs> Neither can you.